With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. What the Finance. Presented by Say What Radio. It's your girl, Star Washington, and you are tuned into a brand new episode of What the Finance. So, guys, I know I've been teasing this for like the past few shows, but it is official. I am officially a free agent. <laughs> guys, I resigned from my job on last Friday. So, it's only been a couple days for me. And, whoo. I feel good. I've actually been playing Michael Boulay's version of Birds Flying High. You know how I feel. <laughs> yeah, that's how good I've been feeling. It's like this huge weight has been lifted from my shoulders. I know I hear people say that all the time, but I just have this lightness, this airiness about me. Oh, I'm just so motivated and so energized to really pursue not only my financial goals, my personal goals. I had lunch with my niece on Sunday and we always talk about things that we have going on. She's known that I've been looking to quit my job for several years now, but really in the past few months. So she was surprised when I told her that I did it because a lot of people knew that it was coming, but nobody knew exactly when. And I pulled the plug and y'all, I just feel so, so good. So I'll definitely be able to talk to you more about what's happening in my financial life. One, I have jumped head first into life insurance and I just love the industry, guys. I think everything we thought we knew about life insurance is totally wrong. And it's really not just an investment tool, but it is protection, tax-free protection for people that you love. And it's based on age and it's based on health. So while you're young and healthy, you definitely need to tap in and get yourself covered, get yourself protected because you just never know what's going to happen. But what I really wanted to talk to you guys about is the importance of basically environment 
And I've spoken a bit about this before, but like I said, I went out to lunch with my niece and we went to this restaurant in Houston and it had a two hour wait. She got there before me. She's much younger. Her car is much smaller. So she was able to zip her little Mazda in and parallel park. Side note. I suck at parallel parking. That's on my bucket list now, though. But anyway, so she zipped her little car in, ran up to the hostess desk, and they told her that it would be a two-hour wait, and they recommend you doing reservations. So I said, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to be eating here. So anyway, we left and ate somewhere else. So while we were eating, she was telling me about her nursing school. She'll be done in August. And she's looking to continue with her bachelor's in nursing. But she said that most colleges, most bachelor nursing programs want you to have already secured a job before you start the program and they'll work around your schedule. I thought that was a little odd because she's going to be done with her associates in nursing. And it's not recommended that you hold a job. Well, first of all, you can't even get a nursing job while you're working on your associates. But it's not recommended that you hold a job, period, while you're in nursing school. So I guess it's a little bit different for your bachelor's because you've already knocked out some of the more difficult courses. But guys help me see it. Like, I don't understand how it's necessary for you to have a job lined up before you get your bachelor's in nursing so you can get a better job. But my opinion, the college system in the United States is very, very weird. But anyway, that's what they require. So She needs to do what they require. But the thing is, my niece, her mom, and her dad are both nurses. They've both been nurses for 30 years, 30 plus years. And I said, you know, you should talk to your parents and see if they have any connects. She was like, oh, no, there's really nothing that they can do. So it just made me think. I said, this is what I... I'm working on. And this is what I always preach. Having a good job is a blessing. It's a blessing to have a job doing something that you enjoy, to make a decent wage, and to be able to provide for your family, pay your bills, save money for your retirement. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's actually very responsible and very commendable. It's a blessing. But I said there has to become a point where someone steps out and says, okay, not only do I want to be able to help my household by paying my bills, by raising my children, but I want to be able to provide opportunity for others because honestly, It's the only way to get ahead. I'm a black woman. So I think about my community a lot. And I think about how we don't have a lot of networking opportunity. Yeah, it's good to know people and to be able to maybe have a drink or have brunch with people that are ambitious and are goal-oriented and are fun and positive. But there has to be a point where you can say, look, I know somebody that can get me in the door. 
And it's very, very rare that we can say that. I know I'm 39. I've been in the workforce for 22 years. I remember when I first moved to Houston from Florida about six years ago, man, I reached out to dozens of people and said, hey, I'm going to be moving to Houston. I'm going to need a job. Please, you know, just be on the lookout for, be on the lookout, put in a good word for me. Everybody said, oh yeah, good. Send your resume. That's all. (laughs) I mean, I ended up getting my own job, which is not my point, but my point is it's like, man, I know all these people, all these people are corporate professionals, have advanced degrees, but to be honest, nobody's in a position to be able to offer me a position. Before I left my job at Geico, a friend of mine asked me to refer her. She was going through the application process and she asked me to refer her. She put my name down for her referral. I gave her some tips on what to say in the interview. I gave her some tips on how the interview was being conducted. And long story short, she didn't get the job. And I felt bad, not because she didn't get the job, because I 100% believe that what's for you is for you. And if you didn't get that, it's because there's much better coming. So it wasn't that she didn't get the job, but I hated that I couldn't even like go to HR or go up to someone and say, hey, my friend applied for the job. She's really, really hardworking, very ambitious, extremely smart, which is all true. You know, what happened? What was it? What were you looking for that she didn't possess? Not so much so they can hire her for that job, but because everything is a learning opportunity. But no, that's not how corporate America works. Everything is confidential. Everything is very hush-hush. Nothing is transparent. So she didn't get the job and neither one of us will know why. Ultimately, it wasn't the job for her. But like I said, it sucks that I'm in that role. I've been in that role for almost five years and I wasn't able to not only provide an opportunity for her to get in based on just my recommendation, but we couldn't even find out what she could work on maybe in a future interview. So I'm just so happy that Like I said, I've quit my job and now I'm self-employed and now I'll be in a position to hire people. I'll need help with marketing. I'll need help. I'll need a personal assistant. Eventually, I'm going to grow my insurance agency and bring on other insurance agents. But I'm just really blessed that if, let's say, one of my friends has a teenager, they need a little summer job before they go off to college. You could work with, come on, bring them over as long as they, you know, you can vouch for your child. You can vouch for that person. I can offer them something. And that's the difference between the Black community and other communities. It's all about networking. It's all about access. Access. That's why, I don't know if you guys remember that college scandal 
involving a lot of affluent actors and actresses. They were trying to get their children into certain colleges, not because they needed a specific degree to get a job. It was all about access. It was all about being in an environment where someone can help you get to where you want to go. Because a lot of times it's not what you know. It's not how hard you work. It's who you know. And you know what? There's really nothing wrong with that. So yes, when we think about our financial goals, if we want to help the next generation, we need to be thinking about, okay, well, how can my financial goal not only help me, but help someone else. And when I was telling my niece about it, she understood. I said, girl, your parents have been working for 30 years in the field that you want a job in and no shade against your parents. They're great people. They're hard workers, but they can't get you access. And they've been in that environment for 30 years. And I gave her an example. I said, look, just like when we went to the restaurant and they said it was a two hour wait, do you think we would have had to wait for two hours if we would have known the owner? And she said, nope. And she even took it so far as to say, or if we had some money, if we were able to slap a couple hundred dollars to the hostess, do you think we would have had to wait? I said, good point. No, the answer is no. So being in a good financial state gets you access. As another example, I was telling my swim coach that I quit my job and I said that I'll be doing my life insurance full time. I was really excited about it. She was excited about it. And she said, hey, when I go to these senior events, I'll tell them to get you a booth and they can put your booth right next to mine and we can help each other and I can help you and I can help people come on and find out about what you have going on. I didn't even think about the access she has to the senior community. I mean, she's a gold medal Olympic swimmer. And she's a huge advocate for health and wellness in every area, including finances for seniors. So just her being my friend, she's able to help me and I want to be able to help someone else. So I'm excited that in my new role and my new position, I'm able to help others. That's all I've ever wanted to do was not only to make a lot of money, don't get it twisted. I do want to make bank. <laughs> I am trying to get the bag, but it was never worth it to me to make bank to get the bag without being able to make an impact with out being able to help others and you're able to help others with ownership. You cannot pass down your job to someone else. You cannot give an opportunity to someone else if you're not in that environment to be able to offer the opportunity. So guys, when we're thinking about finances, let's think bigger. Man, oh guys, I was sitting with my manager, my life insurance manager, and we were talking about money and she was like, oh, I only get $250 for this or that only costs $1,000. And I said, what? 
I told her, I said, man, I want to get into a position where I say only $1,000 or only $250. Like, I'm tired of a couple thousand dollars being like a huge deal. And she said, you know, Star, you're in an environment where you see so much money being made, so much money being spent that it skews your view of money. She said, when somebody tells her something is like $1,100, $1,200, she's like, oh, fine. I don't have time to shop that around. Let's just take care of it. Because one time is money. But two, when you're in an environment where people are making six and seven figures, it's, it skews your vision of money, like what she said. And that's another thing about environment. It's like the more you get into an atmosphere where people are successful, where people are doing what you want to do, you start to think like them. I was telling a couple of my coworkers about me eventually leaving my job. And they said, oh, that's perfect for you, Star. You're a people person. You can do that. And I didn't say it because, guys, I've become mindful of my my audience. And, you know, my goal is to never hurt someone's feelings. So I always try to meet people where they are. But I was thinking to myself, well, if you really want to do something in life and be successful at it, you'll turn into the person that you need to be. And I think that's the difference between basically living an average life and living just a really successful beyond our wildest dreams life is you can turn into an outgoing person. You can turn into a person that likes knowledge, that likes finances. I've never thought about finances before a couple of years ago. I just wasn't that girl. I was the artistic, colorful, just kind of fly by the seat of my pants girl. And I'm still that, but I've turned into someone interested in finances because I realized that until I started actually learning about finances that I'd never have them, point blank period. You can't get what you refuse to learn about. You can't get what you refuse to study about or immerse yourself in. So now I'm kind of obsessed with it. I follow like all these financial pages on Instagram and I'm always reading articles and listening to other financial podcasts. I love talking to successful people and people who are making a lot of money and people who are able to provide opportunity. I've immersed myself in that environment. But before I didn't have any access, I knew no business owners. I knew no millionaires. I didn't even know anybody making six figures. But once I started building my credit repair business and I started getting around people who were in a position that I eventually wanted to be in, it opened my eyes. And that's why environment is so important. I was reading a quote a couple days ago that it's impossible to outgrow your environment while you're in it. You can outgrow your environment, but you can't outgrow it and stay in that same environment. It's impossible. It's impossible. For an example, another thing I was saying, and I said, man, this is so cool, but They said, if you have a fish, no matter how big that fish is supposed to be, it's not going to be able to outgrow the fish tank that it's in. It just can't. It's impossible. Eventually, it has to be placed into a larger tank or the ocean. 
in order for it to basically grow to its largest capacity. And that's how we are. We can't limit ourselves. And a lot of times we automatically limit ourselves based on our environment. When I was talking about self-employment to the people around me at my job, it sounded like I was talking like Charlie Brown's mom. Womp, 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 womp. It seemed impossible, but it's hard to vision self-employment and entrepreneurship when you're working in an environment where everybody is only concerned about getting through the day with doing their job, with pleasing management. So I'm out of that environment, y'all. And my recommendation to you is if you are in an environment that's not conducive to your goals, get out. Yeah, you may have to be there for a little bit, but get your exit plan together and get out of there, y'all, because there's no reason for anything to hold us back, especially our own choices and our environment. All right, so that's it, guys, for today. Thank you so much for letting me ramble. I really appreciate you guys. I'm thankful for all of the feedback. As always, you can find me on social media. I'm even on Twitter now. <laughs> but anyway, you can find me on social media, S-T-A-R-R. Washington. And just let me know what you think about the show and what topics you'd like for me to talk about. I'm excited to bring you guys a lot of new information now that the blinders are off. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.